Welcome to the 315 Podcast. My name is Keith, and we are glad that you have joined us for our podcast today. We, as always, we want to remind you that we are a ministry of First Baptist Church of Jackson, and we are committed to answering the questions of our day, and we do that through what the Bible has to say, because the Bible has to, has the answer for everything. Today, I'm, I'm blessed in a special way uh, because our topic today is, is demanded that we bring a special guest on, on with us. And today, that special guest is a dear friend who God has brought from all the way overseas. And I'll tell you about that in a few minutes. But our topic together today is going to be discovering God's personal will for your life discovering God's personal will for your life. And I'm blessed to have my, my personal friend, ministry partner, Ovi Cornea, uh, who is from Romania, by the way of Africa for us. And Ovi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Pastor Keith. It's good to be here. We're glad that you're here. Tell, tell our listeners today, and just before you do that, uh, about who you are. Let, let me say, as always, you can reach out to us at the 315 podcast at jacksonfbc.com with your questions, with your comments, with your topics that you have, and, and we're excited about this. And, and Ovi, with that said, kind of let our listeners know a little bit of who you are and where you're from. Uh, well, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Ovi, and uh, I am married to my wife, Lita, and together we have three kids. I personally, I'm a Romanian citizen, but together with my family, we've been serving in Malawi, uh, Central Africa for the past 14 years now. And starting with this year, we have started to serve in my home country, in Romania as well. Uh, we are an international uh, family, if I can say so. So I was born in uh, Romania. My wife was born here in the States. One of my kids was born in Africa. <laughs> so we're from everywhere, but we are happy to be together and serve the Lord as an entire family. Wow. I know folks are listening to that, so that, that is, is a, a boatload of things. How young were you when you discovered God's personal call on your life? So uh, I was saved when I was 11, and then uh, I was... Five years later, that would be 16, and uh, another few years. So that would have been like 17 years of age when I understood what God wanted from my life. Well, the reason I, reason I ask that, I've, I'm working through a series mm-hmm. uh, with our college kids in our, our collegiate ministry, and I'll put a shameless plug in for that now that on Wednesday nights here in Jackson at 8 o'clock, we, we have a collegiate service. And I, I, and I so I'll move beyond that plug. And we've been working through studying about living a transformed life and and the question that was on the kids' minds, Ovi, is purpose. Mm. And I asked them the question, why is it that purpose is so important uh, when, you're, when you're beginning life? And so I asked that to you from your perspective, why is purpose so important? Well, uh, I think the first thing that comes on my mind is um, we have only one life to live. Okay. Um, many people would say, well, I have one life to live, so might as well enjoy it. Um, for us who are uh, trying to follow Jesus, who have been saved, uh, I'm putting it the other way. We have only one life to live, so we better live it for God. Amen. Uh, purpose makes living, uh, um, you know, <laughs> gives us a purpose, makes living uh, with a purpose. Um, and um, it's, you know, it, it makes a difference. Purpose makes a difference. And, and there's so much pressure in that with yeah. it when they're when you're young and those who are listening you, you may have already been in your purpose and you're maybe pushing your child or pushing a friend. Hey, tell me, tell me, tell me your purpose. But, but the problem is that most people don't use that terminology. Uh, Ovi. Mm-hmm. They, they talk about 
career. They 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 attach purpose in career. They talk about their purpose. Yeah, amen. That's yeah. what they want yeah. for you. Yeah. And but most people are asking kids, what are you going to do with your life? And they are attaching that to success in a career. But see if you agree with this. I shared with our students. I believe this. That purpose comes first. Mm-hmm. Then career becomes easy based if you know what your purpose. That's Do you right. agree with that? Yeah, oh yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and uh, what you said about purpose, I think it's uh, you know equal to the will of God because many times we say will of God for me. Mm-hmm. No, 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 it's will of God for God. Okay. okay, so yes, once we have a purpose according to the will of God, then everything else just flows naturally. So as a Christian, we have u- unique goals and from God out of the purpose, mm-hmm. the things he wants us to do. But but we have have the same purpose, don't we? That's right. Which yes. is to what? Well, we have the same purpose because we serve the same king as Amen. Christians, and that is to take the gospel to the nations. Amen. Whatever we are, whatever we are. And Paul says that in 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whatever you do, do for the glory of God. That's right. And if you are doing it for the glory of God, God's God's glory is best demonstrated as, as we're reaching people God's mm-hmm. First Timothy two and three says, "This is good and pleasing in the sight of God, who desires all men to, to be, be saved. saved." That's right. And so our purpose is tied up in that. So after being a Christian, sometimes we we come to Christ for in salvation, but we still don't know purpose, do we? Mm-hmm. I think your story is your story that way. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, uh, so after I became a Christian, uh, like I said, at the age of eleven. Uh, of course, I was young, but then came school, and at one point, I was even in high school, and uh, I remember struggling to find a purpose. Uh, so I've had, you know, different stages in my life uh, struggling to find a purpose. That's, I believe, or at least in my case, I believe that was because I was not in the world. Mm. That, that's where we find the purpose. All we have to do is read the Word of God, especially what Jesus said towards the end of his earthly ministry. Uh, to find a purpose. So we have to be in the Word. So as we are in the Word of God, and, and you you were not even in our group last night, but that's exactly what I taught them. Once you realize that God has a purpose, mm-hmm. those who are listening today lean into this. Once you realize God has a purpose, and that is to glorify Him with your life, and, right. through, and we'll talk about it in another podcast, the mission mandate part of that. But when you find your purpose, they live to glorify God, then you choose a career based upon the gifts and talents that he's personally given you. That's right. Because in First Corinthians 12 says he gives all of us gifts, some different mm-hmm. than the other. And so you find your purpose, uh, not your, your career out of that. But it's impossible, as you've just said, to develop that, to understand that, apart from, from, from the Word of God. That's right, yeah. Because in Psalm 119, it says, Where will, oh, in verse 9, will a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed to, to the word of God. Yes. Yeah. And, and then he says in verse 12, the word of God, if I hid in my heart, that I might not I've sin against God. Yeah. And and I love that in that same chapter, and I'm going to go back and study that chapter even deeper than I've ever done. But in, in that same chapter, verse 105, he talks about a lamp and a light, doesn't mm, he? Yes. Explain that to us. Uh, his lamp, his word is a lamp onto our feet. Um I want to just say something, what you said earlier, just to add something to what Please. you said earlier. Uh, you know, once we, ha- once we um, uh, read the Word, we find a purpose in our lives, uh, and then we find a career, career, okay, that goes with that. But even if we already have a career, okay, then we find purpose within that career. Oh, okay, that's Because good. we realize, wait a minute, I'm a Christian, I'm a, you know, I'm trying to follow Jesus, and I'm already working 
in this job. Okay, I must do something to represent Jesus where I'm at already. Uh, but to go back to what you're asking me now, um, his word is a lamp unto our feet. That means, okay, a lamp only gives light for a step, maybe That's two right. ahead of us. Okay, so for us to be able to walk on the way that God has intended for us, basically we have to stay in the Word every day, okay? Uh, we we don't really find God's will for eternity, okay? We find it for the next step. Amen. Okay? And uh, to do that, we have to be in the Word every single day. Wow, that, that, is, that, is, that is so good. And because I found out a lot of times, just do the next thing he says. Mm -hmm. Certainly, it does say in the Word, folks, that you know where your eternity is sealed in Christ. That's God right. begins a good work, finishes it. But you do find the next step in the Word, but you don't have any steps if you're not in the no, Word. it's impossible. And also, I, th I think it's so wise of you talking about the career part of it. It just became quick clicking back in my mind. When people get saved, a lot of times... They don't change careers. That's right. But they, they change their purpose in the career. Mm. Yes. Because now you're a representative for Jesus. Wow. Now, I mean, I have an inside track because I know you know you inside out. You, you were trained for a different career. <laughs> That's right. So tell us about that and how when the purpose came, that, that had to change for you. Yes. So um, I was trained in IT. I was actually a computer programmer. Uh, and I loved doing that. Um, I keep I keep saying this over and over again. I love my job so much that I would take it home <laughs> and do it for free. That's good. That's good. <laughs> about, but I love doing that. Uh, but when I understood that God wants me to dedicate my time 100% to Him, I quit my job to the dismay of my, you know, boss at the time, who said that I've lost my mind uh, because he planned on advancing me further and further and so on. So. I, I changed my career because I've dedicated 100% of my life to serving God on the mission field in Central Africa. Wow. And you, and you know, in that, you did lose your mind because you lost the mind of the flesh. Mm, that's right, yeah. And you've, you've been redeemed. You have the mind of Christ now in that. But how, how difficult was that for you at the initial stage when you found the purpose to make the break? Uh, it was it was both difficult and easy at the same time. I know that doesn't make any sense. It was difficult because, of course, my wife and I we were already married, and uh, like any good husband, I was thinking about the financial part of it. You know, the fact that I have to provide for my family as God intends, you know, for us men to do as husbands to do. Uh, so I I had those worries about money and about the financial aspects of it. But at the same time, it was easy because I felt relieved. Because prior to making the decision to, to quit my job, um, we had money, we had everything we needed, but we did not have peace. Uh, that is because God had something else intended for us. So it was hard because, you know, I wasn't sure what's going to happen and how I will provide for my family. Uh, it was easy because I felt relieved that finally I can serve the Lord and I actually found what God wanted us to find. Wow. So you would say that God supplies all your needs according 100%. to his riches. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Oh. But talk to me about how that, because some people, let me back up. Some, some people would say, I, I just don't think it's fair. I trained all these years and all that's wasted. Was your IT training wasted when you changed careers? Uh, no, it wasn't wasted. I've actually used that uh, the, the, that knowledge 
throughout the ministry. You know, I, I maintain my own blog. I maintain my own Facebook page and for the ministry page. Uh, so a lot of that, at one point, I even wrote my own apps that would mm -hmm. help me on the mission field. But that's another story. But I wrote the app that, that, ho that helped me with the, with the work with the orphans. Uh, no, it wasn't trained. But at the same time, I think God deserves us to leave everything if we have to. Okay, Amen. in Romans chapter 12 says that present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. God deserves 100% of Ovi uh, to be given to him, whatever he wants to do. Okay, even if I have to do something that t is totally disconnected from what I've been trained to, God deserves that too. And you know, you're not saying, and I'm not either, that just serve God and he's going to let you have what you had before and mm -hmm. do what you did before. No. What, what I'm getting at, and you're totally in that, uh, folks, is as you're listening to this, God, God is going to use what He's given you for His glory, but that your purpose is do whatever He wants you He, he wants you to do. But I've seen you in that, and I just want to encourage people this: not to forget the gifts and talents That's that right. they had yeah. before, uh, because I, I've seen you use the IT part in, in Africa mm -hmm. to yeah. witness to people of different faiths who came to you for the IT yes. part. Yes, yes, I, I I totally forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. So we have uh, uh, like 30% of the population in Malawi is Muslim. Okay, and Muslim population, they are well-to-do compared to the African population. That means they have lots of money. So for many, many, many years, they would always get the latest uh, laptop or the latest computer, mm -hmm. the latest phone, but not know how to use it. So they would come to uh, just about the only person around them that will know how to you know, work with their computers and fix them and set them up and all that. So they would come to me and come to our mission house in Malawi and had to wait there as I was installing windows or whatever for them. And while they were there, they were kind of like forced to be in my house and forced to listen to a presentation of the gospel. And that was actually really good because otherwise they would not have wow. given me that time at all. So, yeah. Uh, that's, folks, that's so important for you to hear because Ephesians 5 is that when I think about purpose, and we've talked about this on the podcast, but... The Bible says here in, in Ephesians 5.15, look carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. Uh, we're giving you wise counsel and purpose. When you discover the, 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 your, God's personal call upon your life, then you do this. The Scripture says make the best use of the time because the days are evil. Mm -hmm. And don't be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. The will of the Lord is that you would live for his purpose wherever you are. Yeah, I, I remember back in... I shared this on a podcast, not not this piece, but that when I was running from God, that I owned a service station with my brother, and we did gas, did everything. I've used that mechanics to help people countless times through these years that God's opened doors of that. I think when you really get right, over, and you can talk about this more, when you really say, God, I, I'm yours, I think you just open up everything and say, God, this is all I am use any piece of this or all of it or none of it. Is that true? Oh, that's that's very true. And truly, folks, that's what God needs. Yeah. You know, God, God, once we dedicate ourselves 100% to God, God, once we say, God, this is who I am, which is really nothing, uh, that's all God needs. He needs uh, he, our heart to be dedicated 100% to him. I want to go back just a tiny bit to the IT uh, stage of my life. Uh, I was running away from God, too, when that mm -hmm. happened. Uh, but God, because He's all knowing, He was able to use that knowledge that I, you know, I gathered and, and used it on the mission field. So I want to encourage our listeners that 
although maybe they will, they have some knowledge uh, that they accumulated while they were away from God, you know, they shouldn't disregard that because God in his infinite wisdom may still and probably still will use that for his glory later on. Uh, but you're right. Yes, uh, we have to dedicate ourselves to him and uh, he will be able to, and he will use it. That's actually his promise. Now, this is a very sensitive part that I just feel led that we want to walk through. You've, you've been doing this a long time, not not ministry, doing ministry, but living a surrendered life, living in his purpose, never perfect. But let's be sensitive a little bit to the fact a, a lot of people are chasing a big thing and not a surrendered thing. Yeah. Talk about that for a moment. Uh, I think that's natural in our uh, culture to chase a big thing. Um, I did too many times. Uh, even as a Christian, I did too many times. Uh, but at give, least, me, give me an example of that. Well, I wanted to be the best in IT. You know, uh, for for many times I, uh, you know, obviously I wanted to provide for my family. Uh, but I think, um, or I, I can tell what happened in my life, that was a failure, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, many years down the line, uh, that was a failure. And until I chased the surrendering part, uh, my life did not make sense. I did not have the purpose. I did not have the purpose. So you were busy financially growing, mm-hmm. but miserable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I see so many people, uh, Ovi, that have have what the world offers. You know, the Bible says there's pleasure in sin for a season, after that comes the judgment. You know, the, the Bible talks about there's no satisfaction. I'm in the middle of Psalm 103 right now where that God says, forget not his benefits. Mm-hmm. And then he says this, he's the God who satisfies. Oh, yeah. the, so many people are trying to find satisfaction, and they're, and they're saying, I'm a Christian. But it doesn't work that way. You, you, your satisfaction is in Christ. That's right. Yeah. And so as you develop that relationship, and I just think it's important for people that listen today, because we're we're trained in you know find the big thing find the steps uh, find find a theory that works well for you get get a logo get get a mission statement and and you can just just miraculously do things in your life but doesn't it just boil down simply uh, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart thy soul yeah. and thy mind the neighbors thyself yes it does yes it does uh, once you uh, once you realize all you have is Jesus. Uh, you understand that all you need wow. is Jesus. Yeah. You know, and we found that out on the mission field, actually. <laughs> Amen. And I can't wait for a next podcast yeah. to, to talk about that. I, I shared with our, our students or college uh, folks last night that once you consider that God has a purpose, you start reading the Bible. So that's where our conversation was going first. And you correct and said you got to be in the Word if you're yeah. going to discover purpose and live it from God. But there's some steps that I believe Scripture is clear. You've got to know the author of the Bible first, That's right. don't you? That's right, yes. Do we meet people sometimes who profess Christ but show by their what they are pressing toward that they don't? Oh, yes, yes. And the devil is the mess, a master at deception. and He would want us to be deceived into thinking that we know God when we really just know about him or, or of God but we don't have a personal relationship with him. Amen. And I think that's the first step uh, to be saved. That is to be a child of God. And you know, a lot of that in coming to know Christ and purpose in that 
is you know where it says, "Be still and know that I'm God." Psalm forty six ten. But then James one nineteen, which says, "Know this: be be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger." A lot of times we don't know the author and his voice, do we? How how can you get to know the voice of God? Um, I know that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, because well, it's a lot because I am uh, uh, I wouldn't say struggling, but I I want to listen and hear the voice mm-hmm. of God every single day. Um, how can we do that? It's only by reading the Word of God. Amen. Only by reading the Word of God, and not just read it to get it over with, like so many times wow. we do, but read it intentional. Okay. So in other words, it may even be a journal, maybe writing in, the, in notes saying, uh, what does this say to me? Yeah. Uh, a lot of times people ask me, Keith, where should I be looking in the Bible if I'm trying to find purpose in my life? Hmm. I, I would say the book of Acts because the book of Acts just narrates how they found and lived the purpose. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Which, which other books of the Bible would you think maybe these are a great? Because we read the whole work the whole, systematically. Yeah. But where, where would you look? I was going to say, when, if somebody was to ask me, what should we look in the Bible? I would just say, in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, uh, I'll look in the Gospels. Okay. I'll look in the Gospels, uh, especially towards the end, every single one of them. Towards the end, uh, you know, where especially comes to my mind right now, John 20, 21. And I use that as mm-hmm. a uh, the theme for our mission presentation of last year in 2021, where Jesus said, uh, peace be to you. As the Father sent me, so I am sending you. Uh, you know, you want to find purpose for your life, just read what Jesus has done and do the same. Amen. That's exact, exactly right. And it, it, that's so simple that it's hard. Yeah. You know, when, yeah. when you find the purpose, James says this, don't be a hearer of the word, be a doer, doer. of the word. Exactly. Yeah. And, and folks, I, I would encourage you as you listen today, you're saying, I'm seeking purpose. Well, your purpose is to love him and the passion to pursue him, represent him for the world, and just mm-hmm. do what he says to do. Yeah. Uh, if you do that every day, you, you're, you're pulled away from the world. Yeah. You're pulled away from the world. And I will say this because it's kind of a bleed over into our next time, but I, I will, I will give, give a teaser in that. There's something about when you're on, you follow the mission mandate, and I can tell you this because I've known you for 10 years or longer, and I say this as a compliment. Don't take take it as anything but that. You you are so much clearer, mature, hearing better from God, because now here's the piece, because you are pulled away from the things that rob that. That's right. Yeah. And so, talk. How how does a person who says I figured it out, I've delivered for the glory of God, but I don't know where, I don't know how. How do they detox themselves so they can't hear? Well, once you're busy, I, I believe once you're busy doing God's will and serving the Lord, pretty much you don't have time for things of the world. Wow. Okay? You don't have time, and that applies in you know reading the Scripture, your personal devotions. I am a true believer of, uh, you know, obviously you have to pray for things that you're about to do, but I'm a true believer of getting off of your knees and go do it. Amen. Because I believe so many Christians keep on praying for opportunities to, let's say, you know, share the gospel with someone, but yet they go about their daily life every day mm-hmm. to their job, to their school, whatever situation, and they're surrounded by lost people. And all they have to do is just really open their mouth. Yeah. Okay. And so I think the answer is this, just start doing something where God has planted you. That's wow. my key word today in my mind is where God has planted you at school, in society, at you know, in your job, whatever, 
where God has planted you, he wants you to bring fruit. We always say here, I do, bloom where you're planted. Exactly, exactly. And that's so, so cool. As you know the word and start doing the word, the things that you just said, you don't have time for the world. But I, let me caveat that and say, not only do you not have time for, for the world, you no longer miss it. Mm-hmm. No. You, you don't miss that because every day if you get up, as William Carey said, and have a blank slate with God. Yeah. And I, I, do, I try my best, and you know me well. Every morning was I get before a blank journal after having read like this morning was Numbers 20 through 24, and I was overwhelmed where that God, God said through a false prophet, mm. uh, he said, is he a God who lies? Yeah, is he yeah. a God who does not keep his promises? You know, and he says he is the son of son of man that he does not change. Amen. Yeah. And, and I, that was just so refreshing this morning. So as I said before, God, I would encourage you folks to do this every morning. God, this is your day that you've made. I am going to rejoice, but what do you want to put on this day? Hmm. And as, and you do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as you do that, folks, I just want to tell you, he just says this this is this this and this. Now, if you got a, if you have a career. Well, what you do is say career from eight to four, nine to five, and in that, God, what do you want me to do in that day? It's just so. It's just yeah. If folks can capture that, I'm telling you that the purpose for their life, just that personal purpose, begins to flourish. And that changes everything after that. Yeah. It 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 changes the whole dynamic of of how your life, and then you start becoming so intentional Mm -hmm. uh, with your life, and and. Because someday we're going to stand before the Lord, aren't we? Yes. And as we do that, uh, it's just to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Amen. But Amen. For, for a moment, I, th- this may be too personal if it is. You, you can throw it back over to me, and, and I'll try to answer my own question. How do you put safeguards in your path to keep doing the personal personal will of God for your life and not getting sucked in? Because uh, you know, you're getting ready to move part-time to America. And you're going to be thrust even more so with activity. We as Americans are full of activity. How do we put safeguards in our path? Oh, my. Um, well, it's, uh, again, in my life, again, it's, uh, uh, it's complex, but it's simple. Stay in the Word and always, every day, remind myself uh, of what my calling is, okay, and uh, uh, just work according to my calling because the world is screaming around us, uh, there are many voices, uh, and as you come, to, as we come to the states, uh, there will be many more things to do to keep us active. Uh, but but I think every day, what I plan on doing is uh, every morning is to remind myself, God, this is what my calling is, and this is what I must do. Amen. Uh, towards the calling and towards uh, my purpose to serve the Lord. And and there's one other thing that you do that I that I'm privy to know. And that in reverse, you do it with my life. You, you, I think the big that that's the biggest thing. What you've just told our our audience, and I pray that we do. You always do that. But the second thing is, you have in your life an accountability piece. Mm-hmm. You and I have that together, uh, and we'll talk about hopefully the future. That's vital, yeah, yeah. You, we ha- we'll talk about that in the mission mandate in our next podcast. But how important has it been in these years to have a brother? or brothers and sisters that are doing the same thing you are to help keep you on the pace. That's not just important. That's, that's vital. That I believe that makes the difference between life and death in a ministry. 
that that that's what I mean. Uh, and I I have we have been blessed. I have been blessed, but my family has been blessed to have you, Pastor Keith, as one accountable person in our lives. Um, you know, it's easy, um, and I I remember it's it's easy on the mission field. It sounds crazy, but it's easy to serve God and forget to have a relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. And I am uh, guilty of doing that, waking up early in the morning and go about my day, serve the Lord and serve the people there. But I remember forget yes, forget to have a relationship with God, and uh, it's it's vital to have a person in your life, a pastor or somebody who a leader in the church, somebody who's mature spiritually, not just anybody, but somebody who's mature spiritually. To have that person in your life uh, who is holding you accountable, who is calling you every day to say, hey, where did you read your Bible today? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing for Jesus today? Because you can be here in the States or you can be in the middle of Africa serving the Lord and lose your purpose yes. if you don't have an accountable person. And, you know, I hope people hear that so well because the American church is so radically failing right there. Um, which caveats to this as well, and I'll come, it'll come back to it. When you discover that purpose, what we've talked about or what it is for all of us, you can't do that apart from church. That's right. No, you can't. And you you just can't because it's at church you find the right people in accountability. Now, you, you may not be able to see each other every day, but, boy, on Sunday and in a community group or whatever, or Sunday school, whatever, how you do it around coffee, church is so vital, isn't it? Yes, Church is very vital, and uh, you know, I there were times in my life where um, my church maybe wasn't uh, so involved in the ministry, wasn't involved in our lives, and we suffered too. The mission field suffered too because of that. But that, uh, on the other side, when the church, like First Baptist Church, was involved, our ministry in Malawi flourished and grew Amen. exponentially. Um, I'm remember, I'm reminded how. Uh, you know, the first missionary is Paul. Uh, you know, he was sent by a church. He was part of the church. Uh, and I, I don't think we can serve the Lord apart from the church. Amen. Amen. And, folks, I hope hope you hear that because, Ovi, uh, you actually were here when COVID hit. You flew in, and that's another another discussion. We may yeah. get into that next time as well. Uh, but you have seen how, in, in back in Romania and Africa, how that the church was shut down for a while. And and some people lost their steam. I hate to use that terminology. Yeah. But you and I, the main thing on us, we had to get back, didn't we? Because the purpose involves church. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it said it said uh, some people lost their interest in church and they never got it back. Yeah. They never got it back. And um So the I, devil won in that. hundred percent he did. hundred yeah. percent he did, yes. Yeah. So folks, as you as you hear us today, you're thinking, man, if I could just be an OV, uh, if if I could just be a Billy Graham, uh, then I'd know purpose. But that's not that's not at work at all. No. Billy Graham and OV and every other Christian finds their purpose as they surrender to God. That's right. Yeah. And then when you surrender that to God, then God says, "Get into my Word, and I'm going to show you how in your career or a change of career, of how you're to do that in and through a local church." And then, then in Ephesians five, he says here, uh, "Do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit." It is the Spirit that moves and directs you, convicts you, challenges you, and 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 works with you. And so we want to challenge you. We want to challenge you that God does have a personal will for your life. That's right. And He wants you to walk in that. 
And, and Ovi, give us one last challenge uh, before we end this podcast today. Well, I just opened my Bible here to a passage, two Bible verses actually, that are very, very dear to my heart. Um, and I mentioned them before, but I like to read them. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, and I'll be reading from uh, my what uh, Christian Standard Bible translation here. But it says, it says like this, Therefore, brothers and sisters, in, views, in view of the mercies of God, so based on everything that God has done in our lives, in, views of the, in view of the mercies of God, I urge you to Amen. present your bodies. Many times, Pastor Keith, we like to give God uh, one day mm-hmm. of a week, uh, 10% of our money, uh, so much of my time, and so on and so forth. Paul says here, God says here, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. I've never seen a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the sacrifices, in, especially in the Old Testament, were dead. Uh, but we are to present ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. And I'm continuing reading here. This is your true worship. Wow. So you want to worship God? Uh, give everything to him. And I like to read uh, the second verse. Do not be conformed to this age or to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. That's what we want. I want that every day. Amen. To discern the perfect will of God. And this is how we, this is the recipe. Amen. So you got to be saved. Mm-hmm. To know the will of God, get in His in His Word, yeah. you know. In in your translation there, except you said which is, at the end of verse one, which is your worship, the, yeah, true the, worship, true worship. In the King James version, he said, which is your reasonable service. Hmm. And you know, God never asked us to do that which is unreasonable. No, I mean, if if someone saved me, there's nothing they can ask me is unreasonable to do because they've given me everything. That's right. And yeah. so we want to give ourselves. Uh, totally to God. Amen. And so, folks, we thank you for listening today uh, to this podcast. As always, you can reach out to us at the 315 podcast at jacksonfbc.com. And I hope that you do. Uh, some of you have our email addresses and you have texting ability. You do that. Keep that up. That really helps. I mean, we got a bunch of topics for already uh, in the hopper coming with us this fall. But send us more and we want to respond to that uh, as well. If you want to check us out online, all of our ministries, you can do that at jacksonfbc.com, or you can respond to us on any of our social media platforms that appear on the homepage of here for the 315 podcast. And so, Ovi, thank you so much today. Thank you, Pastor Keith. It's good to have you home uh, with us. And so, folks, until next time, may God continue to bless you, and may you stay in the Word of God. God bless you.